0: You playing? Hello and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game, many times bad, and tell you why the bleep we played it. I'm Sean Wars, this is Thomas's Revenge, and Pit Droid Mason, and we played... Racer's Revenge.
1: You put this... How you guys doing? Yeah, you gotta put
0: the Star Wars
2: at the beginning of that, because otherwise it sounds like a bad direct-to-DVD action movie from <laughs> 2005. Yes. Racer's Revenge. Like, that sounds like something I'd watch, so.
0: <laughs> so we're jumping back into Star Wars again. Our, we covered episode one in season one, oh. and...
2: Mason has PTSD.
0: Good. Because remember that followed up Go Vacation? Followed up Go
2: Vacation. So uh, you two just scarred each other. I was off to the side <laughs> like, yeah. You got double scarred. <laughs> I didn't do shit.
0: <laughs> Thomas is like, hey, Marvel Nemesis.
1: Uh, actually,
2: that's why I made you guys play Beatdown. I forgot. God. So the, oh, God.
1: So, yeah, this is our second Star Wars game. And uh, I think it's fair to, fair to get this out of the way. League's better than the first one we played. Well, that's
0: fair. I mean, uh, it's...
2: Uh, what are you talking about? This is a 6 out of 10. Phantom Menace was a whole 3 out of 10 that's better, right?
0: <laughs> so, if we're playing by golf I was going to say, yes. if we're going by golf rules. So LucasArts consistently did a lot of uh, different types of games. Uh, this is uh, part of why I wanted to pick this game. A, because I really like this game. But also because there's an era of star wars games that i miss and that is the 90s to early 2000s where LucasArts was like cool we have a type of game let's put star wars on it and so they'd be like that's where we got racing games that's where there's there's star wars chess there's <laughs> masters of Terra kasi uh,
2: oh, or you know good examples like again this game racing <clears throat> or uh, when they did an FPS, when they did a Republic Commando.
0: Yeah, and so like it didn't matter what genre of games that was. They found a, a way to put Star Wars into it.
1: Was, it. was it LucasArts that did the Battlefield games? The Battlefront? Or Battlefront, my bad. Yes, uh, because
0: anything before the Disney merger right. would That's still right.
1: be... because they got axed mm-hmm. they, yeah, uh, during that.
0: EA, I believe... Right before the merger had gotten the Star Wars license, because I think there's our multiple st- canceled games, and I think there's one or two. So I think EA had gotten the license
2: before. Mm. Yeah, rest in peace, thirteen
0: thirteen. <laughs> but uh, and then there were oh, like nice. th- multiple games that after the merger that were put into production that didn't happen. So. It- We went a while without good, like, not just good Star Wars games, but without Star Wars games for a while. Yeah,
2: because for a while, the only Star Wars games we had were the reboots of Battlefront 1 and 2, which, say what you will about them now, but at launch, nobody fucking liked them.
0: Especially uh, the at-launch Battlefront Uh, 2. Now, at least Battlefront 2 added a story mode, which I do really like, but because it was pay-to-win at launch, you know, hey... Who put more of Daddy's wallet into this game? Uh, cool, you win. That was Battlefront Two, and yeah, people and were it, pissed. It purposefully,
2: like uh, it purposefully uh, geared that on because mm-hmm. there was, was just loot boxes. Abs- there was absurd level gaps as well. Mm-hmm. I think I remember there was like uh, you needed like twelve million XP or something to get Darth Vader to max level. So, yeah, Jesus Christ,
0: it was not good. God,
1: Uh, I love EA. (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: we're going to harken back to a more classic time. Uh, The year is 2002. Before the
2: Dark Ages. Before the Dark Ages, when loot boxes were only in Double Dragon 3.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, coming off of a massive amount of successful games during the Episode 1 era, uh, especially on things like the 64, or, you know, we we played Mm. Episode 1 on the PlayStation, Uh, but... The, there were so many episode one based games pod racer was one of the big ones on the 64 mm-hmm. uh
2: prequel based games in general yeah was massive but uh yeah episode one pod racer there was super also bad like Bomb.
0: super Bombad racing on the 64
1: What's uh, <laughs> that no we're uh, talking about we're talking about good
0: oh i like super bad Bombad. i
1: think no using. i think bombad was game i was gonna
2: say i thought bombad was later
0: there may be a sequel, but I'm pretty sure there was one on or the no, 64. We, uh... but I, and I thought there was one on the PlayStation as well. But Please don't make us look up Super Bombad Racing, Sean. <laughs> I'm, I'm, he's not
1: making me do anything. I'm doing I could just right. be having
0: a memory lapse. That's always a possibility. But there had been a lot of like games and, and different things. Uh, so it makes sense that, you know, considering the success of Pod Racer on the 64 and the Dreamcast, that they would make oh, a sequel.
1: It was PS2, actually.
2: Oh. That's
0: mm-hmm.
1: what I can't know but but yeah
2: this was the sequel to episode 1 pod racer which a lot of people liked mm-hmm. there was i mean it was the successful uh, i mean i'm sure phantom Menace was successful for ps1 but that's because of the name mm-hmm. this was the one that made money and people liked so well
0: it basically cuz they took just the premise of what if f0 but Star Wars,
2: <laughs> pretty much, yeah.
0: And that's mm-hmm. what that's what the race that's basically what they made the racing game off of. Uh, yeah, the tracks were a little different, but it was like let's let's have the speed, let's have the craziness, let's just make a a three D F Zero game. Yeah, which and
2: is essentially what they did. So.
0: so of course it had it had good success and uh, was popular. So a sequel uh, would come years later, uh, only on the PS2 in Racers Revenge. So why did I choose Racers Revenge over Episode 1 Pod Racer for it? A availability. I know that you can play Pod Racer now on the Switch and, and I think on the other systems as well, but I know it's on the Switch. But I would prefer if like if to play it would play it on its OG either one of those yeah, systems. Yeah, yeah. So availability was one reason, but the main reason is because the Racers Revenge story is a bonkers story. Even though they really don't go to detail in the game, you glean most of it from the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which really tells kid.
1: you how great the story is is that When they don't actually it's... use it for the game
0: Because there's no, there no cutscenes, no real story mode uh, But the reason why adult Anakin is back in pod racing Is because Sabulba has issued a challenge And so he's like, yeah, I'm on my way I'm
1: a, I, I'm can't, a, I can't let this bitch I'm win ta- I'm gonna take a break from killing sand people and younglings To go race Sebulba again He's <laughs> not
0: quite there yet Because this is pre-episode 2 Anakin
1: Oh yeah, well.
2: <laughs> well, no one cares about pre-episode two Anakin.
1: I'm sure pre-episode two Anakin has done did a little child murdering on the side. It just ah. didn't become his main thing. That's all. <laughs>
0: uh, but also the other things like we didn't get to play it because uh, to get to it because it takes a long time to unlock the characters and there are no uh, quick cheat unlockables. But the unlockable characters in this game are hilarious.
1: Right, well, I know, I remember Sebulba was one of them.
2: Sebulba, Darth
0: Maul. V- Darth Maul and Darth Vader. Darth
2: Vader, which, is so, fucking, which f- is so fucking funny because episode one Anakin is also an unlockable yeah. character. So there you are can three have Anakins. just the three generations of
0: Anakin. <laughs> there are three Anakins in this game, uh, as well as Darth Maul, obviously, coming off the popularity of episode one.
1: Don't let any of the Anakins uh, interact with each other or time will explode.
0: But uh, what separated this game in a lot of ways from a lot of other racing games is that you could KO your opponents.
2: Mm, yeah, this... And they
0: added, you had a health bar, you could repair, and you could take out your opponents, which uh, is super fun and rewarding uh, when, you, when you pull it off. Uh, and, and so they, they added a little bit more of like Demolition Derby to uh, episode one racer, That's
2: probably the best way to put it. Yeah,
0: that's that's a little bit why I chose this this game over the first one. So if anyone's like, "Well, why aren't you playing Pod Racer?" It's like, well, you know, uh, we want to play Racer's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have I have memories of both games. Uh, so, but Racer's Revenge just sticks out because of a the bonkers story and b I think I think it just tightens some of the gameplay mechanics up a little bit. You know, being on the PlayStation Two versus the lower system, mm-hmm. but uh,
1: well, uh, one uh, one aspect of the un- of those crazy unlockable characters that I really like, just looking them up now, I, I discovered that both Darth Maul and Darth Vader are the crazy broken characters that yes. have maxed out stats. And I love when arcade racers have those characters where all the stats are maxed out, it's
0: and their great. their racers are bonkers, hilarious. Uh, Vader's basically looks like two Tie Fighters on the engine. And it looks like
1: yeah, it's two tie. It's a Tie Fighter cut in half. Yeah.
0: It's it, oh, yeah. kind of like a TIE Bomber, I think, is what it looks like. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then Darth Maul's is just his fucking bad-to-the-bone-ass motorcycle.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, he has his chip. And so they're really cool. Uh, I miss... I mean, games still have unlockables and fun things like that. But there's just an element of, like... There's an era when, like... The unlockables were ridiculous. You know, Mm-mm. you're playing Racers Revenge to unlock uh, Darth Vader, or you're playing, uh, you know, Final Fantasy Tactics because I can unlock Cloud in it. He wow. does he have anything to do with it, no, but I want to unlock him. But you you know? just
1: want to. It's 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 like when uh, the uh, the Soul Caliber games having their Mm-hmm. Wait, Having their characters what, what was it? Was it? Oh, which one was it that had Yoda and Darth Vader? It was four. Or, four. Was that four? Yeah, that's right. Where and Yoda. you could unlock
0: the Apprentice from uh, Force Unleashed and Star
1: Killer. Yeah, yeah. which I, Yoda was the most
2: broken bitch character on that yes. game. Yes, so.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. So a little bit about this game. It, it came out in two thousand two, and it was published by Rainbow Studios, or sorry, was, developed by Rainbow Studios and published by LucasArts.
1: I was negative one.
0: Mason is young. If that's on your bingo card, check that off.
2: Uh, yeah, I was, I want to say, like five or something wow. like that. 2002, you said? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was like five.
0: And it kind of came out to mixed scores, uh, and it really didn't find the huge audience actually until it was relaunched on the PlayStation 3 and 4.
1: Interesting.
0: That's where it started to find like an audience uh, where, it, it's not that it didn't sell well because it was a Star Wars game in the 2000s, but it was also around Episode 2 when there was kind of like, so the Episode 1 games, tremendous sales. Episode 2 sales kind of dip a bit, and then Episode 3 as it comes out, then there's another boom of Star Wars games.
2: Yeah, Episode 1 reached the roof, Episode 2 dipped, Episode 3 broke the damn roof. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Because
0: then you would have things uh, not long after With like Force Unleashed and things like that would be coming So uh, there, there's a kind of an era uh, Of the kind of golden era Of Star Wars games yeah. uh, I did want to highlight a little bit About Rainbow Studios Because I found it very They're very interesting studio uh, They don't exist any, anymore Well they don't exist as Rainbow Studios anymore They've closed a couple of times oh, <laughs> uh, They were bought out by THQ uh, oh.
1: In, oh man Oh
0: Wow. Right as this game was coming out. That is
1: unfortunate.
0: So uh, literally uh, a month before this game came out, uh, Rainbow Studios was acquired by THQ. It went bankrupt in uh, 2000-something. Because THQ was bankrupt. I was
2: going to say THQ went bankrupt in 2000-something.
0: So, Uh, so, uh, And then it was reinstated. It was closed in 2010. And it was reinstated uh, in 2013 by Nordic Games, which was later known as THQ Nordic.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: So, uh, it, it's had a rocky uh, road. And it basically, they've only made racing games. Uh, and I think there's a couple of games that we are going to come back on in the future. Because I think at some point, we're going to play the Cars game.
1: Yes. I think that true. is
0: absolutely probably going to yes. happen. They, did, they got the Cars license. But, like... Pre this game and a little bit afterwards, they had, like, a lot of good names. And, like, it seemed like they were doing a lot of quality. And then since 2010, they've only made MX vs. ATV games (laughs) and and Monster Jam. They're fine, but it's funny that, like, they became that and Monster Jam. Wow. But you can also see a little bit of what would become those sort of things in this game. Like, you can see where they would go from that.
2: Yeah, but they're missing the ragdoll of... Pre episode two, Anakin just flippy dippy out of his fucking pod racer. <laughs> it, oh it, man. But on a serious note, the environmental design does remind me a lot of MX vs. ATV, specifically Tatooine. Like, mm-hmm. you brought that up, and I can just imagine, like, yeah, I can imagine getting on a dirt bike and going on those rocks and then immediately crashing because I was bad at those games as a kid. So.
0: I think. Obviously, like, because a lot of their tumultuous problems as a studio happened post this game. But it's interesting the amount of times we're like, oh, this game that we were going to talk about. Oh, look, their studio was in trouble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like uh, studios that don't do well make bad games.
0: Eh, not even necessarily. Uh, it's not not even hundred. It's just that studios sometimes, when they're you know, with how volatile gaming started to become in the two thousands, and how much it started to cost, and all those sort of things, that it went from you know, oh, six guys made this game in their basement, you know, to oh, there's a hundred people here, and they all have to be paid, and if this game doesn't make you know, you know, a billion dollars, oh, we may not have money.
1: Right. We yeah. might not exist. Uh, yeah. I mean. Uh-
2: there are several studios who closed on a good game So it's just a matter of just a matter, just a matter of timing And whether the game is a success Whether the game reaches its market or not so. And
0: you know, like this studio seems like they were pretty good And then were bought by a
1: Failing company
0: So like being bought by THQ So like it, it is a very interesting uh, uh, Development studio uh, Something we really haven't had to talk about as much Is like oh a studio that was doing Decently things and then got bought by a bad studio <laughs>
1: I'd be like I'd be like uh, as a as a business owner going to going to like Halliburton and Enron for business advice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I wonder if maybe they had stayed as their own thing or bought by someone else if they had gotten more would have gotten more to do with LucasArts, maybe we would have gotten more racing games, especially considering how many Star Wars games came out. 2002 to
2: 2008 you know
0: right so i i really wonder what could have happened it's kind of not necessarily like because nothing was put into production so it's not like a true like what if it happened but i do kind of sit like, hey maybe if things were a little different could we have gotten you know like post episode three racer you know could you know especially in modern times because in actual canon post uh return of the jedi there's a, a time period where han solo becomes a uh a uh, runs a pod racing team. Really? That's actually that is canon. there's there's a series of time like five or six years before Force Awakens that he is he's running his own pod racing team. That's
1: so crazy.
2: What, so what made him so bored? He just decided to go back to smuggling. Like just <laughs> yeah. oh fuck this, I'm out. He kept
0: <laughs> losing pod racing debts. <laughs> That'd be my guess. I don't know, but that that's just something like there are, there are places in canon where it could have actually been explored, and so I think coming to this game is actually like man i know we'll get to it with the remake and the reimagining question but like man th- there would have been a lot more and it's weird that kind of this was actually the end of this franchise
2: yeah because yeah. this was kind of the last star wars racing game and I mean there would obviously be vehicles and other star wars mm-hmm. games but that's not uh, that's obviously not the same thing
0: but not like a true same. arcade racer again like this right uh but we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. Let's get into the gameplay here. Let's talk a bit about how this game plays. Uh, Thomas, you had played this game before, right? Yes. Mason, but you had not.
1: I, no, no. Okay. I, no I I I never played any. Of, I hadn't played this one. I hadn't even played uh, the first wow, racing game. Yeah.
0: In fairness, they were before your time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, w- what did you think playing it for the first time?
1: Well, uh, it's... It's the most different sort of arcade racer I've ever played. It doesn't... It didn't... It didn't really control, like, anything that I had ever played. Like, it, it, like... It kind of had the speed of, like, an F-Zero game with, like, the track layout of a Mario Kart game. And there were a few... There were, like... A couple times where I didn't feel like those two kind of mixed well hmm. because the thing that I, the thing that I like about F Zero's uh, track design is that it's very open and that there isn't a lot of obstacles in the way or anything because you're going like upwards of 400 kilometers per hour. You don't want things in the way or tight like turn or like complicated turns or stuff like that. So it, I did kind of feel like at times that the track design like was actively hindering the experience other than that i had a great time
0: yeah i i think for comparatively for a game we played last year i do think it does kind of compare to hydra thunder in the way the way it plays a
1: little bit yeah it's it's
0: faster and it doesn't quite have as much as Hydro thunder was more about kind of the environments around mm -hmm. it and and water racing versus not you know uh 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 Whatever we call this, it's not car racing, but it's going to have a lot of different environments. Yeah. Uh, through it, like Hydro Thunder had a lot of more of like drops and things like that, but yeah. it does have a very similar arcade feel.
1: Yeah, but he, but at at the same time, it wasn't like Hydro Thunder was a lot is a lot easier for me personally to get a handle on because it isn't like like stupid fast. That's fair. Like in this, it. According to the speedometer, at least you're going upwards of 400 kilometers an hour, and you're trying to get around tight turns and 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 stuff like. And it doesn't help that the drift in this sucks. There is yes. no. There is no.
0: There is no drift. Is no drift. I mean, there, <laughs> they say there's a drift, but there's really no yeah, drift. It's like Not really it's a, a drift.
2: the the air drift is what the manual calls it, and the drifting. Honestly, I think this game plays fine. I won't say it's like my favorite racing game of all time now or whatever, but I do enjoy it. I had fun. But my problem is that one of my favorite things in racing games uh, is drifting. Mm-hmm. And that is because like when you Tokyo drift your ass around a corner and just zoom off, that's one of the most satisfying things you can do in any game for me. And this one, the drifting, I try to Tokyo drift my ass around and it ends up being like the first bit from that movie where mm-hmm. he just bumps into every wall. And that's exactly <laughs> what it feels like. So
1: It's a lot of wall hitting. A
0: lot of wall. Well, I, think, I think also, whereas something... I'm going to use Hydra Thunder here as the example on it, but I, there are other arcade uh, racers that you can absolutely use. But whereas something like uh, Hydra Thunder was developed specifically for arcades... And then ported over to consoles. You have that feel of those type of control settings. Mm-hmm. So right. I think that if... I think maybe if this game had been developed more with an arcade in mind, you may have had more of those sort of drifting and things like that. Yes. Because Hydro Thunder is developed with the idea of you are holding a steering wheel. Like yes. you are playing on a steering wheel. Whereas this is entirely with the idea that I'm sure you could play it with the PlayStation steering wheel. But oh,
1: that I feel like that'd be weird. But it
0: was not developed. It was developed with a controller in mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: which is, there doesn't need to be like a peripheral for pod racing or whatever. Though that'd be fucking hilarious. That
1: would be really fun. Yeah, um, it'd be impossible to integrate it to a PlayStation or to into a like a home. Yeah, like well, a home like, console. Yeah.
2: I mean, there is like I think there is a pod racer like arcade game, but yeah, it would be impossible. that would have to, the two and, sticks that you yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. But like I feel like that's the thing they're trying to get across with this, mm-hmm. but I kind of feel like that works better in actually the first pod racer game cuz I haven't played that one for a while, so I could be remembering one. One wrong, wrong. But you remembered in, one? Yeah, I remembered one thing. You and remembered I already one, forgot the guy it.
1: that we cape in the basement.
2: What? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. What
1: are you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what basement?
2: I, we're anyway. in an apartment, there's no basement, bitch. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yeah, in that game, you could like straight up turn off an engine and then you drift and then put, put it back on and then zoom off and it's like, that's badass. Yes. Like that's some proper pod racing shit. I think... In this one, I it didn't feel like that. And maybe you could, maybe I didn't discover it because, you know, I'm bad. But like there were just kind of If you can't tell at this point, I prefer the N64 original Mm -hmm. one because that one just kind of feels more like the pod racing to me. Like, this one feels good, but this one feels like kind of a generic racing game. And not generic in a bad way, just Mm -hmm. like you have played this kind of racer before. And it plays well. It plays very well. But if I want that pod racing feel, it figures I should go to the one with pod racing in the name.
0: The... The OG one, the '64 uh, and the Dreamcast one, that one is as true of a traditional racing game. Like it is a, it, it's it's basically if Gran Turismo made a pod, pod racing game, it's basically mm-hmm. kind of so it's it, it is heavy on the racing and the mechanics and all of those sort of things, which this game sacrifices a lot of those things for the demolition derby feel.
1: And yeah. I, honestly, I do really like uh, games that are like there was a huge element of that in uh flat out. Yeah, flat out too. That's a big element of that. I just I feel like this game would have benefited from either a either a better track layout or more mm-hmm. realistic-ish controls.
2: See, this is this is weird, but I actually agree with Mason
1: like 100% here.
2: Cause the that the, is the track, weird. <laughs> the, the track design. This is the
1: first time that's ever happened. We need to make <laughs> note of this.
2: <laughs> but yeah, the track design is. I don't want to say it's like my main problem with the game because it's not even a problem that I think like ruins the game. It's it's not it's, it's not it's awful. just it's just there were several points where I'm like I made that turn why'd I hit the wall and right. that's because again again. Going back to what Mason said, they made a very good point about this, it feels like they are combining F-Zero and Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And there are very different things, despite what Mario Kart wants to
0: tell you. <laughs> so. I think, and this I think will boil down to maybe why experiences and things like this for it, this game is definitely, despite what they are advertising, very much meant for sitting down and playing with your friends, passing the control around, playing around and go around. Whereas the old pod racer was much more, even though this one has more of a single player experience on it. The first, the one. first one is much more of a, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to complete my, you know, my grand tour. It's much closer yeah. to
1: like a, like an F zero, which is like an, like, yeah, like, a, a, like an F
2: zero or yeah. a grand Turismo or something like
0: mm-hmm. that. So, so like, and, I, I think there's that element and this is much more of a party game. And yeah, that is true which if my second controller port hadn't have died, we (laughs) We would have done more of the the two-player stuff. Uh, And there is, you know, you can can choose up to eight racers on the the track or you can go 1v1, uh, which when you have the ability to destroy the other cart, 1v1 actually has a lot of extra intensity to it. The
1: 1v1 races were the most tense.
2: The 1v1 races were really tense. I think my favorite one was uh, when I did one with Mason. And that was, like, the most intense neck-and-neck neck shit. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, it was legit me. At the beginning, like, I'm on a lovely Sunday. No, that was Sean. <laughs> that yeah, was yeah, Sean yeah. was the one where it's like, I'm on a Sunday stroll. But Mason's, yeah, it was, like, neck-and-neck, neck, like, breathing down each other's throats. It's just motherfucker. It's close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I think... And I think some of the... I'm not going to say a flaw of this game, because I, I really do enjoy it, but I do think some of the just... Simplistic of the the one player. If you're going to sacrifice some of the gameplay, the one player is really just basic. And some of it's just there's not a lot of UI on the menus. It's no, just kind of there. And as I said, despite the fact that they want to tell you there's a big story, there you, you don't really witness much of a story mode in this game.
2: Yeah, uh, the and story.
0: If, if they were going to do all of that, I think that would have made the experience, the one player experience, okay. Well, maybe I'm not playing as much fun as a racing, but I am experiencing this bonkers story and there's not a lot of that uh because it's just a tournament mode or in the one player mode is just okay pick your track and race but
1: at the the same time playing a playing a racing game for the story and thomas might either agree with this or uh object to this uh, playing a racing game for the story is a lot like playing a fighting game for the story. I mean, I played some both instances... For... I mean, I, I get in, it.
2: In most instances, I'll agree with you, yes. I am that freak who likes fighting games for their lore. Oh, thank But I am also... But there are exceptions. I was going to say, I'm one of those freaks who likes fighting games for their lore. Uh, I own a fucking Street Fighter novel. That shows you <laughs> how uh, in-depth I am. But for the most part, people are picking a fighting game to beat the snot out of each other for mm-hmm. like a couple minutes at a time whereas people are playing racing games to feel to race each other for a couple minutes at a time that's kind of it and i mean right. like it's not bad if there is a story mode but i think the best racing story modes kind of just uh, are fun little distractions like i think of diddy kong racing or ctr mm-hmm. where they have that cool open world thing but in the end the the plot is this guy's being a dick, let's go race him. Like, like it's like the plot of Fast and Furious, basically. After playing as Crash Bandicoot,
1: I don't think
0: it could be the draw. Like, I don't think you're going to go to a fighting game or a racing game for the story. That's not the reason you seek it out, but it can be a reason to stay with it. And uh, I, I think, I, I think with this game, there's nothing wrong with. You know, whipping it out and playing with friends, you know, having uh, a bunch of, you know, sitting down, a couple two-liters of Mountain Dew, and you're just, you know, uh, racing back and forth. You know, a it couple. can be a lot of fun. But if you're just going to come back and revisit this game a lot, there's not a whole lot to, like, hold on outside of, oh, I just want to, again, outside yeah. of availability, outside of this game's available on the PS2, the PS4, mm-hmm. uh, any of those. You you can play it. Uh,
2: yeah, I... I will say, I don't know if anyone else here will disagree with me, because this might just be a me thing. But one thing that I, again, I think Podracer has over this game, speed. Mm-hmm. Like, I, again, I don't think that's like a... This game isn't slow by any means, but... No. It's you... the difference between going fast and there are bugs in my teeth that I will never get out. I And that's, that's kind of what the first Podracer game is. Like that one, I feel like I'm getting... Like, blown into the back of my seat, like, fucking cartoon-ass uh, cheeks ripping off for something of <laughs> or whatever. Whereas this one, it feels fast, but, yeah. Well, I,
0: I, can, I, can, I think I can explain this, uh, or at least I'm going to attempt to, because I, I actually do agree with you. Uh, think of the PlayStation, the on the PlayStation 1 Gran Turismo games. Mm. You play them, and they, they feel fast and things like that. Then you go to the two and the three Grand Turismo games and beyond and, and they're still the same speed but they don't feel speed because there is an element that with worse graphics you could get away with a feeling of speed and as the graphics and improved you have to do more things to make that speed feel mm-hmm. and, and when you, you know. don't do that so like the worst graphic uh, 64 game felt faster because they didn't have to do as much whereas this game the graphics are improved and so you actually somehow lose some of that speed
2: you know what i think you are right because i'm i'm trying to think of the amount of like racing games with like really good graphics that also feel really fast on the top of my head and i can think of like one and it's split second and that's a good reason why i do really like that game but other than that i'm like i mean maybe i also haven't played as many with great graphics so i'm like no, the Crew 2 doesn't feel that fast, except for a couple instances. Uh, Need for Speed to Run, mm-hmm. I think, is a, a pretty good A lot of the Need example. for
0: Speed's so, do, but a lot of that is short track racing, and it because you have the blurred feeling, and so you don't see... Tele- yeah, that's,
2: that's fair. Whereas, uh, again, the Crew 2 is a good example. You're constantly driving, and it feels a lot more like a scenery tour mm-hmm. that just happens to have a race built into it. And that's not dissing those games at all. I do enjoy playing oh, yeah. the Crew 2 from time to time, but... That is just, that is the difference with graphics getting better. We're like, we spent three hours making this one fucking leaf. You're going to appreciate it, you son of a bitch. You're (laughs) going
0: to want to see it. You're going to want to see. And and that was the thing with a lot of the Gran Turismo games is that you want to see the environments around you as you're going around in in your race and things like that. And the cars and everything. And those games are fantastic to play. But you don't have the feeling of speed because... There's an element of I'm sitting in the passenger seat or I have the driver's seat and I'm going through and I'm not feeling that, you know, knock back to the end back of my seat, you know, because of speed feeling that yeah. you might have felt on previous ones. And this game, while it improves on a lot of the graphic stuff, it does lose some of that uh, uh, unbelievableness, you know, the, the 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 wow factor that the speed of the o- other one had. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily, for me, it doesn't bother me, but also I can understand that, like, this is, in a lot of ways, the sequel is the dumbed-down version in a lot of ways.
2: Yeah, mm. and again, that's not saying this version is bad, and I feel bad kind of shit-talking this game, because we had fun, I had fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, but, it's
1: very enjoyable, but at the same time... At the same time, there are problems,
2: because yeah, and a lot of those problems are... For me, admittedly, pretty personal shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if anyone's going to agree with me on the speed thing,
1: but well, I I think I think part of why they may have not had a focus on speed in this game is that they were trying to make it more like a cart racer. Yes, and cart racer cart racers, the focus isn't really on the sense of speed, but at the same but at the same time, when you're trying to make this game a kart racer where all the carts are going upwards of like uh, like once it, like. I'm gonna say it again. They're going upwards of 400 kilometers an hour, and they don't really feel like it. Yeah. And part of that, I think, is because they were they were trying to make it more like a, a car racer, and because of that, they kind of gimped the speed a little bit.
2: And that might be exactly it, because, like you said, the track design. To, yeah. Fucking Mason's just the guru of fighting game of racing games. I think we need to establish. Well, Mason
0: had <laughs> but back-to-back but racing games last season. That's right. fair. Weirdly, but, I picked the racing game this year for yeah. this season. Yeah.
1: But um, well, a lot of the racing games that I play are newer, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to make we, it all. Do
2: we want to remake or remaster Forza Horizon Four? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Like those are the those are the racing games that I, I I don't really go back and play the, the older ones and all that. Although, come to think of it, I feel like we should play uh, if we can find a copy of it. Need for Speed Most Wanted. It's yes. not that old. It's it's from like twenty twelve. I think but that's a, um, it's a great racing game.
2: I. Thing. I think you can find a copy completely off-topic and talking about suggestions on the podcast. That's professional. <laughs> yeah. I would also like to talk about Need for Speed the Run because it's basically the Need for Speed movie, but good. So, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think... Yeah, that movie's so fucking boring. Anyway.
0: Mason made a really good point here uh, <laughs> saying that kart racing and also just what racing games were at the time, what was popular at the time. We weren't quite to Double Dash, but we had obviously... Mario Kart on 64, we had Diddy Kong Racing, we had Crash Team Racing. I Had we gotten Jack X at this point, or would that have been a um, little Jack bit later?
2: Jack X was, you said 2002? Yeah. Jack X was, I believe, later. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Because I think Jack 2 was uh,
0: and. I think that is right. Yeah,
1: Jack X was uh, oh 05.
0: Still, oh five? the point stands okay, is yeah. that a lot of your popular franchises had become... Easy, accessible racing games. And that's what this game is. It's very easy to accessible. There's not a whole lot of, you know, you you don't have to be super skilled to jump in and play. You don't have to know a whole lot about cars or mechanics or anything to to upgrade. It's just a very simple upgrade. Push button over when you have the upgrade things. You don't have to... There's not a lot of complexity to it. And so it was very easy to entry.
2: That is admittedly something that I'm not... I'm not a car guy. I... A lot of people can analyze, you know, the logistics of cars, the way their engines roar and everything like that. My mentality is I like when they go vroom. (laughs) Uh, So whenever I do play a newer racing game, I have fun. But then it's like, you want to upgrade your suspension? I'm like, what the fuck does that do? I don't know anything. But I do like that about this game. It's armor, uh, Mm -hmm. defense, uh, speed, acceleration. Kind of the very basic breakdown. And I think...
0: And uh, look, it, the studio was bought out by THQ the month before it came out. So we know this studio maybe wasn't at its best. There's mm-hmm. not a whole lot, you know, y- you usually don't get bought out when you're at your heights.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Unless you are. Yeah. Because they they, apparently they continued on, they were continue on under the THQ label. So, like, yeah, it, it's up. kind of those. Uh, so I wonder if, um, I do wonder if there maybe had been more planned, uh, there's not a whole lot on behind the scenes of this game that I could find, uh, so like maybe there was going to be more, or maybe it was just going to be a very basic racing game, and that's okay.
2: Yeah, there's oh, no, yeah, there's nothing wrong with basic racing. Uh,
0: again, you know, we t- we talked and, and glowingly about Hydro Thunder last uh, last season, and that game is as basic as it gets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That 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 game is boats go vroom, have fun,
2: and yeah, it, it was fun.
0: I think I don't think I have really much else on the gameplay to talk about. Uh, I will say that like destroying and KOing uh, your opponent, I wish there was a little more complexity to it than just ram into each other. Yeah, but oh, also, yeah. well, like that me. is an element of pod racing that we saw in in the episode one. So like mm-hmm. I, I can see that, it, but I do wish there was a little bit more to it. Like if you really wanted to go for that let them, in, if it's going to be full revenge and it's not, like, make it more underground, go a little more twisted metal. Add some weapons to it. <laughs> yeah, like, Mason brought up kart racing earlier and I'm just thinking, like,
2: how funny would it be if you're playing Anakin Skywalker and, you know, Platypus, dude, the bolt makes funny when you just whip out the lightsaber and cut his engine off like, bitch! <laughs>
1: and, and another, another, uh, sort of detractor for this game for me is that like, part, like, there's the, the damage uh, mechanic the damage mechanic in this game basically boils down to run into the run into the other person for long enough and then poof they disappear they just it doesn't feel like there's any impact to.
0: I mean, they don't disagree. I mean, their their really parts explode. are their yeah, parts are on like, the track every time you go back around. Yeah, but, you,
1: but it, you don't really feel that. It's not like in Burnout where you actually feel. That's the fair. Yeah, like, I like, feel like there was a little bit of that.
0: It's in meant to be more of like you knock out your friend and then you can turn to them on the couch and be like, "Take that!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead like, of like in the game uh, thing, so there there is that element of,
2: and that goes back to this is probably a better couch co-op game. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like I said, we had a lot of fun with, uh, with the multiplayer. Yeah,
0: it, it's a party game. It is absolutely more of a party game, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not the complexity that you, know, you may hope from something, especially coming off of Pod Racer.
1: I think an interesting game mode for this game could be like, for mul- multiplayer, it's just one, one-on-one, infinite, infinite laps, but you turn off the repair mechanic, and it's just whoever dies last. Yeah.
2: It'd basically be drag racing, but it's the one drag race from Fate of the Furious. Yes. Where yes. Dom's <laughs> car falls
1: apart. Exactly. you race the Cuban mile.
0: I do wish there were more <laughs> modes. That's something that, like, immediately from it, like, yeah, you, you just have all the basic racing modes. It's one player, two player, tournament, time trial. That's it's, basically it's, what you yeah, have. Yeah, pretty bare bones. Um, yeah, I
2: mean, I will, it's, a, it's another thing with fighting games. I'd argue fighting games and racing games need at least, like, you know, practice, regular, which would be arcade or Grand mm-hmm. Prix, and then multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And and you add stuff to that, like, and, and time trials. I will argue time trials are necessary for both.
0: Yes, especially in racing games. Yeah, especially
2: racing games. Mm-hmm. So, there's, like, a handful of modes that you need, and everything else is kind of superflu- superfluous. superfluous. Thank you. But, yeah, it just... Uh, there would be kind of nice to get a bit like maybe have a full fledged story mode where you're exclusively Anakin and going through everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. There, there, there is a, another negative part of this game that is a cool, cool thing for the game. But actually, if you're in the middle of playing, it can be really annoying. And that is as you level characters up in tournament mode, that's their stats permanently. So yeah. the the so you, you could literally have beaten tournament mode with two or three characters, have them maxed out stats, and you're like, all right, well, if we're playing together, those are the only characters anyone's going to play as. Yeah. And so, like, I, I don't mind that. I like the idea of, okay, stats can carry over, but there had to be more options. I, I don't need, you know, say. it's basically like, say, uh, you're... You're pulling out your characters, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna play uh, Ben Quadraneros, so or I'm gonna play Dud Bolt." And the person's like, "Yeah, I'm Anakin Skywalker," and you have like four lightsabers coming out of it, and like, right. it's General Grievousing <laughs> all the uh, uh, the other pod racers, and you're like, "What? That's cheating!" Was, <laughs> like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> and so there, there's an element right. of you actually lose some of what makes this ge- the the fun part of this game. You can actually lose a bit of that because of a mechanic that should have worked a little better uh i will say one of the really cool things in this game and it also again it'll come as a distraction as in a second is The music is awesome, and when you are in a tight race and the music is blaring, uh, coming, like, you've got these, like, the epic battle music, the race music coming up there, you feel the intensity of a close race. I I
1: think part of that, too, though, is uh, I think we brought this up when we did uh, episode one is that the music is good, but it's also. It's Star Wars 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 music. music. But
0: it's utilized really well. Like, legitimately, there was a race where Mason and I were neck and neck. Uh, uh, and and it was blaring the, the music and like You could feel how intense it was Because like yeah. I'm like it's intense Because I know I'm a second Now mm-hmm. the detraction the Of that is the music is tied To how close you are to other racers which means if you are not close to any racers, there's no music, no music. which is, and is really odd. Which is
2: another reason why when I raced Sean, I was like, "This is a lovely Sunday stroll," <laughs> like I got my head out the window, the air is blowing, and everything, and Sean's in the back running, and everyone like motherfucker.
0: <laughs> so like, there's just some, and it, that's just a development thing. That's just a thing that's like, oh, I like this idea, but it's like maybe maybe still have a baseline music yeah, that's playing yeah, yeah, something yeah. on it.
2: Yeah, like a like kind of an underlying thing kind of an underlying theme rather and then when you get neck and neck it's like the and Star Wars music up, starts yeah. blaring.
0: There's just an element of this game that not to the level of say like Mortal Kombat versus DC where you're like oh I need it needed a whole other pass to go over. Yeah. This is a very playable game but there's a couple of things and I'm like man I wonder if like you know maybe if it's sat for another two or three months in development and they tightened a few things up or they worked on a few things here. Any of it? Maybe, maybe the game is there and again if it's being purchased by THQ Right at that point, maybe there was a push to get it out before the purchase. Mm. Uh, not not because of there, but like, okay, we know we are about to be sold to THQ, so like, there's going to be need to be, you know, don't want anything to be canceled, or maybe we're trying to get things on the floor. I don't know exactly what was going into the business side of it, but mm-hmm. that could have actually maybe pushed the release date a bit. Maybe mm-hmm. I know that there was barely any announcements on it. Like they were like, yeah, we're making it, and then they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's out.
1: It's just kind of, yeah, it's just like,
2: yeah. hey, here's a game. Yeah, exactly.
0: So. so I'm going to read directly from Wikipedia here. for This LucasArts held a public question and answer session on January 24th, 2002. Individuals were able to sign up for a public live chat about the game with Dale Geist, the producer of Race Revenge. Press was given a hand-on demo in May 2001, so before this at the E3 Expo. And at the time, the, guesstima- the a- game was estimated to be 25% complete. So in approximately... Six months, they went from twenty-five percent to here is a fully Full playable game. demo, and so it's out that, a week later. So that really,
2: wow. that really uh, kind of says it all. So yeah, and not not in a bad way. It just that kind of illustrates
0: the. Could could you develop seventy-five percent of the game in six months? Sure. Should, should you, you develop? develop? Yeah, should you? That's that's Captain Crunch territory, baby. So but, this game, yeah. we can compare it in a lot of ways that it it should have probably sat in the oven for a little bit longer, yeah. but. Uh, It still, I think, Uh, is very, very fun at what it does.
2: Yeah, and that's exactly it. Yeah. I will say with your RPG mechanics, just real quickly... Just be able to turn them off. Yes, like that's yeah. it. Like- in, in the multiplayer,
0: like just be able to turn them off. Like they're yeah. really cool in the one player, but it's weird that they are moved over into multiplayer as well. Yeah, that's like uh, you're playing uh, Madden football and you have your uh, your dynasty mode and you have your your own team and everything and everyone's maxed out and you've done everything and then you go to play someone online and they're like and you're like yeah I'm playing my team yeah and like you if- get to play the base stats one like yeah. it's it's, it's there, a little weird.
2: It'd be like uh, uh, if you. Exactly, if you played a football game and you picked, say, the Chicago Bears or whatever, and you just upgrade all their stats to max, and then your friend comes over and picks uh, the Patriots or whatever, you can't tell I know shit about football. <laughs> hey,
0: those are teams. Those are, in fact, football teams. <laughs>
2: and, they, and they're and they looking up at, like, the Giant. It's like, you ready?
0: No! So. It, it definitely feels a little unfair, and that that's some of the development stuff on the end that just needed... Just a little more fine-tuning. Like, Mm -hmm. I think just a little bit on a couple of things. And maybe it's not going to be a perfect game. It's not going to be incredible. But I think that a lot of the... The thing is, I think a lot of the things that we detract from this game and why this game isn't held up really, really high by all of us is small things. Little things that could easily be fixed. And this game could have been, like, one that we're talking about is, like, my, this is the best game we've played if just a couple of small things, like, a little more time that might have been tweaked.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But anyway, on this podcast, we like to ask two important questions of every game that we play. The first one is, how does this game hold up?
1: It's an it's another one of those and we've we've played a lot of games like this. It's another one of those games where like even it, even though visually it doesn't hold up well, the experience is good enough that that doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's similar to kind of nightfire in that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. very, like, very yeah, similar. you can tell there's definitely some aging going on but
1: it doesn't matter
0: yeah or or kind of similar to soul blade if you soul want blade, to find it yes. like mm-hmm. you know okay yeah the graphics are like this is this is this is nowhere near top-level PS2 graphics. You know, this is, you know, okay. early PS2. Uh, you could have so easily... It was PS1. Right? Yeah, it, it was a little bit of PS1, but right. this game... Okay, uh, yeah, my bad. Uh, and, and this game could have easily... Like, you could you could have ported it down to the PS1 and it wouldn't have looked much worse. Like, it, you know, it would have, but it would have, you know, the difference isn't that big. Uh, so, like, the graphics aren't great, but the experience is what you're there for. And so all... It's playable. Uh, drifting problems aside, yeah. it, it is playable. Uh, so yeah i think it holds up just yeah. fine uh you know with 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 qualms that we've talked about right
1: but even then it took mario kart a while to get drifting down so mm-hmm.
0: yeah i was
2: gonna say mario kart didn't get drifting until maybe double dash, dash. Yeah. yeah i think
0: double dash would be the one <laughs> yeah. where they got it but yeah pretty easy hold up on it now the second question that we ask of every game that we play would you like to see this game remade or reimagined in a modern setting
1: this, okay, this game specifically... Because
0: we, we have had it remade, but we have had it ported over, because it's on systems, you know, very easily yeah, so. Yeah, and
1: like, this game specifically, I don't really feel either way, if it should or should. If it, if it, if it did come out on modern, modern consoles right now, fine. If it doesn't, fine. That being said, I would like another uh, Star Wars racing game. Yes, one that one that isn't uh, the pod racing mode in Star Wars Connect, preferably. Oh, one that's God. an actual. Hey hey we should hey we should play. I I should dust off. The no. Game. <laughs> no.
2: No. I apologize. I draw a line. And I apologize to everyone's
0: eardrums right there.
2: I apologize as well. That was on me. But uh.
0: Yeah, I think I think I, I'm gonna echo Mason's sentiment here. I don't necessarily want to see a remake. Would I? Would I play it? Sure, it's Star Wars. I'm I'm a Star Wars whore. Uh, uh, so like, yes, I would I would play it absolutely.
1: A, a Star Horse. Oh, the porno.
0: <laughs> but yes, I would absolutely play a remake. And again, I, I've I've got this game. I had this game on my PlayStation Three when it came out, uh, and I've, I think I've got it on. Online now, so like, I've owned it multiple different ways. So yes, this game is fun and I like it. Uh, So I, I I would, if they just straight remade it, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. But what I really want is I would like, it doesn't even have to be a direct sequel, like to either the either the pod racing, but a new pod racing game that takes takes kind of the fun of this game, kind of the fun, the two player mode, but also makes sure we have a a a more stable racing mechanics. Mm Uh, and with the way you can do level design and things like that and make it make it just a massive roster. Mm-hmm. You can span... Look, if you want to do the story mode individual by, you know, hey, here's the prequel era. This is what's going on during the, the original trilogy. This is the sequel, you know, th- th- what's going on in the universe at different times. Sure, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. fine. I don't care how you want to do that. But I would love, love, love to see another pod racing game. Uh, Absolutely.
2: And I'm kind and I'm kind of in the same boat with you guys. Where do I want to see this game specifically remade or remastered? No, it's already gotten ported, and I think that's good enough. I don't know what a remake could really like bring to it mm-hmm. personally. Whereas there are other games where I'm like, yes, remake it absolutely. But this one, I don't know what you could bring. A sequel, which takes you know maybe the demolition derby aspects of this, but also the speed of the first game. Racer's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, this is an odd idea, but maybe have the Smash Brothers 4 thing where it's like for fun, where it's slower and has the more demolition thing, or for glory, where it's that high speed bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you could do something like that, so.
0: Imagine the emperor as an unlockable character,
2: just oh, force lightning
1: around. Oh, jeez.
2: Or no, but it's the really shitty like zombie version of him from Rise of Skywalker. So he's like oh,
0: connected man. to a thing, and like the, yeah, like, and he's, it's he's just the, in the sky for some reason. So no, he's he's Resident Evil Four final boss. So his body's just dangling, so if but I just <laughs> dangling there.
1: Jeez. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> but that's the thing. This Star Wars is such a huge universe. That while the unlockable characters in this game were fun, you know, they're, they're cool ideas. Vader, Darth Maul. I'm just like, I want you to go bonkers. I want to play ridiculous characters from the Star Wars universe I in a wanna, racing game.
1: I want to be able to drive General Grievous' wheel thing. <laughs> and that, that's kind of it.
2: Like, yeah, Star Wars Racing Game doesn't necessarily have to be Potter racing. Like, imagine, mm, yeah. you, know, you have the you have the speeder bike from Episode Two that Anakin drives on his way to slaughter a village. Or you have General Grievous's wheel, or something like mm-hmm. that. You have
1: the 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 speeder in uh, New Hope, or you have uh, Ray's speeder from um, uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, and I think there's a lot of possibilities. I like the, the
1: cars from Episode Two. The <laughs> idea of the floating cars. The yeah.
0: idea that this game at least has there is to have the cool like designing. What would these characters' pod racers look like? That's also a thing that I would like to see. Like. Would Grievous's have those sort of, like, or wheel? would they have extra, or like, would it be, would he have a four-engine one because of his four arms, you know? Would, uh, you know, what would other people, like, you could have weird fun with this game, kind of in the same way that the Lego Star Wars games have a lot of fun in mm-hmm. the universe. Uh, and so that's kind of what I would like to see. I would, if I had, if there was a choice, it would be, give me really cool racing, but go bonkers with the racers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What is it that my first thought was was Attack of the Clones and not you know Return of the Fucking Jedi for the speeder bike? No, I loved it. <laughs> I, I just
0: wanted it to be Attack of the Clones.
1: Okay. Like what? Attack of the Clones racing.
2: <laughs> but
0: yeah, it's,
1: this, it's
2: called the Clone Wars. Oh, uh, oh yeah. No, that doesn't. That's not even remotely close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I like this game. I know it's got flaws, but I do really like this game. Yeah, I
1: like this game. I too. enjoyed it. It's so. like a so it's six and a half.
0: But yeah, what do what do you guys think? Do you like this game, or do you like the uh, sixty four one, or what is your favorite Star Wars game? Let us know by emailing us at bleepyouplaying at gmail That's bleepyouplaying at gmail Yeah,
1: send us an email if you want us to dust off somebody's connect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, see there, if, you really wanna, <laughs> if, if you really want if you really want to dust off the connect, quieter pay us that. fifteen dollars on our Patreon, patreon.com slash whatthebleep. And uh, you can choose what game we play or what movie we watch, as long as it doesn't break the bank. That's at the Patreon, patreon.com slash whatthebleep. And we'll be back next time with more weird, fun, crazy goodness. So see you all later.
1: I liked it.